Oh, let me. Yo. What up, good people? Let me go ahead and get the intro kicked off, because you know how we do all the time. The strategically reckless podcast. Let's get it. Get the countdown. Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. Mr. 710, and we are back up in this thing once again. Yo, listen, when I tell you, you go ahead and get one of these air horns, get that air horn off right quick, make sure we still work. All right, so it's gonna be a, this thing going to be a long one today. I'm going to keep you too long. Got got a little bit got a little bit to talk about in a short amount of time, but I'm gonna go ahead and get it in. Look, check this out. Check this out. We want to thank everybody for listening on Instagram, on Facebook Live, on YouTube Live. If you're listening via iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, um, anywhere where you get your podcast, go ahead and leave me a review, rate it five stars. I greatly appreciate it and. Yo, let's go ahead and get this thing going. So, on tonight's show, we're going to do since last week, as usual. We're going to talk about weight, hate. We're going to talk about, we're going to do story time with Jay. We're going to talk about some skating fails. And then, see magic what's going on. Shout out to one of the greatest comedians. I mean, not comedians, but magicians. He's funny too. One of the greatest magicians that I've ever met. If y'all go back, he was on the show, uh, I think, two years ago. And so it's on YouTube, the C Magic Show. It's under the 710 the Slickville Show. Um, this man pulled a whole quarter out of his nose. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. He ate it, and then it came out of his nose. But. Hey, he do some amazing magic. Go ahead and book this man for if you in the Atlanta area. He might travel. He might travel somewhere else. But book him. It'll be well worth it. His, his, that magic is, is some something else. It is something else. But we also gonna talk about John Morant before we get about this thing. I'm gonna talk about John Morant. And before I get going, hey, keep that same engine t-shirt. It's courtesy of the 710 print shop. You can go ahead and order yours. Uh, we got the concrete color. We also have the, uh, we have it in maroon as well. But keep that same energy, all 2023. If you got a problem with something I said, cool. I'm still gonna keep the same energy. But hey man, and there's no problem, man. I, I, I appreciate you coming on, man, and, and putting on the show for us. It was great. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't tell people to <laughs> I wouldn't tell people to book you. What up, Easy? But look, since last week, since last week, everybody that has Facebook, they usually get this notification where, you know, your memories, your memories pop up. And one of the memories that popped up today was the time in which my friends and I did this uh, 
we were the five heartbeats at this Alpha Oscars event. Now, the Alpha Oscars event was, a, you know, it was back when I was in school. I think it was like 2001. They had these Alpha Oscars. What up, baby? Had the Alpha Oscars. And it was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we decided that we were going to be the five heartbeats. And, you know, the day we was, I'm sitting up here, we was watching the movie. We was practicing the dance moves. And I'm talking about, we wanted to make sure that we hit it. We hit it. Shout out to, shout out to Zippio and Lagante. <laughs> I didn't even do it like that. But, um, man, it was, a, it was a dope event. It was a dope event. And, um, Yo, I'm talking about we was practicing dance moves. We went to the uh, we went to the Salvation Army for the Goodwill in order to get some. We got our gear. We had clothes. We had the whole costume ready to rock and roll. And he could be logged off. And so the day of the show, like we had no idea. Like it was, it was one of those situations in which. When you, you do something, you sign up for something and you don't know, you don't know what the what the impact is going to be. But you know you put time into it, you know you put the work in. <laughs> you put the work in. And so we put the work in. We went out, we went out and we did, we put on the show, we did um Hard as a House, and we did the uh What's the other song we did, E? Can't think of the other song that we did. But when I tell you we killed it, we absolutely killed it. I'm talking about like people still, I posted the, I reposted the memory. And all the comments was like, I wish I could, I wish I could live that over again. I want to see the tape. I wish I could, I remember that. I never forget that. And it started, it started something like we couldn't do the five heartbeats again, but you know, we did the five, we did the five heartbeats the first year, the second year we did, uh, no, we got none below, none below was the other song we did, appreciate it. We did Jodeci one year and we did new edition, new edition the second year, new edition was pretty was pretty solid but that took that took more work than the five heartbeats new addition because they had four dance moves we was all it's a good thing that we was all athletes because we all would have been winded all would have been winded we had lost one of the members of the group so we only had four people for the uh, new addition joint but the new addition was that one was a, a memorable one what up bro you know he out there got the front nine going, at least in two of those games that he started today. And when I tell you we had like doing Jodeci, Jodeci was the only one that really got me in trouble. But that that five heartbeats, that's what I was doing a whole lot of when I came out. We was out there, I came out, I was hitting with the body roll that come with this. And I had a girlfriend at the time, she ain't like that. But back to the five heartbeats. The five heartbeats 
like that that touched people in a different kind of way. It brought them all in, and for the people that didn't know us, they knew the beats. They knew them beats, them damn beats. Like I wish, <laughs> I wish we, I wish I could find the tape. I think, I think one of our friends, uh, he has the tape. I had the tape and trying to get it converted, but um, hey, my dog's harder than him. That's crazy. Um, you're trying to get it converted and so but that was that's one of those it was one of those moments that hey man we'd love to have you brother we'd love to have you uh, that when it when it happened all everybody that was there everybody that was there it took over the whole the whole show people won awards that day but it was the the school didn't record it. I don't think the school recorded it. But everybody that was there remember that show. Remember that show. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happened on the campus. The school, the uh, basketball team was okay. Football team was never good while we were there. But they remember those dudes who did the who was the fire heart. They remember that. They remember that. All right, man. I appreciate it, man. Hey, keep up the good work, man. That's it. Hey, if y'all go go follow, just go follow C Magic. If y'all if y'all can follow C Magic, C Magic happen. Yo, he, it's some, it's some good content. It's some good content. He got a whole bunch of tricks, yo. But man, that was, that was a good time, yo. You know what? And also since last week. My wife and I, we went skating. We went to go celebrate one of my cousin's birthdays up in North Carolina. We looked a little one day trip, turn around and come on back, you know? And uh, it's absolutely labeled the five heartbeats, Arkansas State five heartbeats. We went to South, we went to North Carolina and we went to a skating rink. Now, this is my problem when it comes to skating rink. Well, going, going skating. Skating doesn't seem like one of those activities. It don't seem like one of those activities that you got to get ready for. Like you just go and just go do it. But when you get to be Figueroa, what up though? When you get to be my age and you don't skate like that all the time, you got to stretch. You can't just go. You can't just go skate and I had just drove I had just drove like a little bit over almost four hours took four hours to get there you get out of the car and you go straight to the skating rink the level of stretching that needs to take place is something that's probably not that appropriate for for a skating rink like they're gonna be looking like yo who is who's the old guy who was the old dude over there in a full stretch? Me. That, that was gonna be me. Like I stretched a little bit, but I was still too stiff. I was too stiff to try stuff. I was way, I was way too stiff to try stuff. And, and, you know, the times that I've been skating, hadn't been that many people there. I'm one of those people like, listen, 
I don't mind falling when there's not a lot of people there. But when you got people skating real fast and they trying to do stunts and they, they don't seem like they paying attention, I'm not the person that's just going to be cool with you running into me. I'm not going to be cool with that because I feel like you should have watched where you were going. If you're not watching where you're going and you skating all fast and I'm out here, I got my hands all up in the air. It, we're going to have a problem because I'm bigger than you. I was bigger than almost everybody. The only people that was bigger than me, they was falling on their own. Just falling, listen. I was, I was not, I was not in the mood to be falling this weekend. And so I'm just like, I just go forward. Long as don't nobody run into me, all will be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. As long as don't nobody run into me. Now, I can skate backwards a little bit. I can skate backwards enough to go around. I can go around backwards multiple times. I can go around. Not a problem. I struggle with going around when I got people skating real fast by me. You don't try to skate by me real fast. Shoom. Shoom. I'm like, listen, listen, listen. No, I don't be all on the wall. I don't be all on the wall. But look, these folks, these folks skating by me real fast. I got, listen, man, y'all run into me. I'm, I, I see, I can see you coming because I'm, if I'm skating backwards, I can see you. You see me struggling. And people that know how to skate, that skate like that, they skate like they skating by themselves. Ain't no, ain't nobody else out there with them. They just skating by themselves. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My brother said two one fool. There was a couple two one fools. There was a whole group of two one fools in there. And one of them, it was two of them. One of them skated a whole lot better than the other. I don't want to mess up my pronouns, but they were dressed like she's, and so she was skating. She was skating hard and fast. She could skate. I I would give her that. She could have been an extra in roll bounce. She could skate. She could skate up ass off. She was But at the same time, fam. Fam, listen. <laughs> don't don't run into me. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. If you run into me, it's gonna be bad. Like I'm I'm not little. I feel contact near me, elbows coming up, kaboom, kaboom. and I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. And they be like, "Yo, this is some this is some hate. <laughs> this, is, this is hate. Hate was the only reason why he did this. Like we couldn't even have fun because it was too many people skating real fast." Choo, choo, choo. Now, here, this is the other thing. <clears throat> From the time that I first started skating, I was, I, you know, you just, you don't know the whole skate culture. You go there, you go rent your skates, and then you just go skate, and then you put your skates up. When your feet start hurting, it's over with. Your shins start hurting, your, your big toe hurt because you don't know how to stop or whatever. 
All right, it's time to shut it down. Y'all ready? Cool. This new skate culture where they got, normally when you skating, you got to try to go through or weave through people. It's only one. Now these people skating with each other. They do skating and holding each other's hands and arms and four or five girls all lined up holding each other right, skating around. I'm like, y'all in the way. All y'all, listen, I am, I am a runaway 18-wheeler while I'm, while I'm on them skates. Stopping is going to be an adventure when I'm going too fast. Reversing is going to be a problem. And if you are in my way, hey, I'm not swerving. I'm not going to be the only one that falls. We fall. Every time I got on the, every time, I, listen, it was so crazy. So anytime you, you know, when you at the skating rink, they got the carpeted areas up. And then you got to step down and get onto the skating rink. Well, it's it's almost like you're trying to enter in on a highway in the left lane. There's one area in on 285 in which you enter in on the left side. It's out there by, out there close to Stone Mountain. You come in on the left side. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. What up, Dress? Blue bear, blues bear. You don't come out. Don't nobody want to come in on the on the fast side, and so they tell all the slow skaters skate around in the middle, lead the wide the the outside for the fast skaters. And so here you are, here you are, trying to get out into a in the in the traffic into the fast traffic from a from a stop. My skates don't go that fast. I don't know why, but my skates don't go that fast. And so I'm I'm looking, I'm waiting on somebody to come past. I'm like, shit, if I would have got out in front of y'all, it would have been bad. Both of us was going down. I had to put my turn signal on, like, hey, I'm I'm on my way out. I am on my way out. And I'm and I'm out. And I'm gone. And I'm gone. I had a good time though, but the, the scene was interesting. My brother mentioned two wrong food, and part of the reason why that is because it was an abundance. There was an abundance of alternative lifestyles in there, which still had a good time. Didn't make it any less interesting. Like it was very interesting. It was very the, the whole the scene in general was very interesting and, and then the, the age range was weird because it was some people it was a couple people in there that probably could have been my parents and then that night it went all the way down to 18 now when you get to be 40 if you're not weird 18 year olds are little Cause they can be your kids. Like I'm 42. I'd be 43 in a few months. All the 18 year olds, I wanted to go to, I wanted to tell them to go to bed. It was only, it wasn't even 1030. And I was like, hey, I need, you need to go to bed. You need to go to bed. Like they were tiny. They were like really little. 
like miniature people. And I was like, yo, y'all too little to be up in here. Do you see this little pervert dude over here trying to help that somebody fall so he can pick them up by their booty and their breasts and be like, oh, 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 let me help you. Let me help you. And all the while, in his mind, oh, let me help you. Yeah, I'll get you. Uh, uh, oh, I can't quite pick you up. Listen. Come on, man. We're not doing this. Like, I need to skate. I want to skate with some. I feel like right now I need to skate with some senior citizens. And I know some of them can skate. Bishop Olds be out there skating like a mug. Like, he can skate. But I, I need to skate with some people that got to get up in the morning. I want to skate with some people that that's worried about their insurance. <laughs> like, hey, what insurance coming in? Like, those are the people that I want to skate with. Not the people that still feel like I'll be all right. The people that feel like they're going to be all right, they skate fast backwards and do stunts and turn around and and be fought, you know, they, they they don't care. They don't, they don't, they have nothing to lose. I can't be there, I can't be that person. Can't, can't be around that person. I mentioned, I mentioned earlier, um, <laughs> I feel like my skate's slow and it might not, it might not be the skates, it might just be me, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can't go no faster than what I what I go. And I hope I ain't got too much weight on my skates. Cause I see the most of the people that was going fast were skinny. It was a couple it was a couple big dudes. But I still know it's only so fast that I'ma go anyway. I don't know if I would want to go that fast because I don't want to be a runaway 18-wheeler. But I've been I, I've been wanting to lose weight, but my wife be hating. My wife is a hater. She don't. My wife. I, I feel like this might be inappropriate. She a chubby chase a little bit. Like I would. I if it was skinny dudes in the room, I would not feel threatened. But if it was a if it was a big dude in there. Now I might I might have to look at him upside his head like, hey, hey, let's stick my stomach out. We have a stomach stick out contest because we got to make sure. Like, hey, I'm 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 bigger than you. And so here's a problem. I was talking I was talking earlier today about when I came back from South Korea, and I came back from South Korea for one of my cousin's funerals. And when I tell you I was in. I was in tip-top shape. That's Harley. She wanna say what's up. I was in tip-top shape. And when I say tip-top, I was in like, I was, I was probably about 196 pounds. I ain't been that, I hadn't been that small since high school. I hadn't been that small since high school, so I was feeling good. I was feeling good about myself. Had a little six-pack outline, it wasn't there yet, but it was just the outline. Well, you could tell I had done like 14 sit-ups every day for like six weeks. And you could see it. You can see it. And when I got back, she was like, oh, you too little. 
Really too well. And I was thinking to myself, like, this is the best shape that I've ever been in as, as an adult. Like, I'm like, this is the best shape I have been in since I was 18. And you talking about I was too little. She was saying, like, I was too little. Like, I tried. You heard what I said. Like, she was on that. Like, I tried. You, you're too small. But I was just, I was thinking to myself, like, I'm still bigger than you by a lot. Like, at that time, I think my wife like five, six. At that time, she was, she couldn't have been, she couldn't have been 130, 140. No big, she, no bigger than that. She was in a four. She was tiny. Like, she was, like, my, like, I had a 50-pound advantage. You see, you see two people in the ring with a 50-pound advantage. You looking at them like they shouldn't even be, this shouldn't even happen. And so every time, like, I'm about to try to get back in shape one time for the one time, for the last time. And I feel like she gonna hate. I feel like she gonna hate. Before, when I started losing weight, I'd get down to about 215, 220, and she'd start making cakes. What up, Angie? This is size four. That's what I said, size four. She started making cakes when I get small. Super hater move, if you ask me. Super hater move. I'm glad she's still here, so you can hear me talk trash. <laughs> Like at two six two six two two twenty five six two two twenty people will look at me like that you see dudes in the NBA and they'll look at let's just say let's just say somebody like let me see who's six two let me see who's six two like Kyrie Irving is six two. But Kyrie Irving might barely be 180 pounds. And nobody, let me, I mean, I'm just going to look at this up right quick. Let me see if I can find this right quick. See how much Kyrie Irving weighs. Because he's not a, he's not a small person. If you stand, if you stand next to Kyrie, or even, even if you stand next to Steph Curry, Steph Curry is an inch taller than Come on now. Let's, 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 let me use Steph Curry for an example. I think Steph Curry might be might be a little bigger. Might be a little bigger than Kyrie. Steph Curry weight. I want to know how much he weighs. How much? Come on now. Get this weight. Weight and height. He 185 pounds. I still would have been 40 pounds bigger than Steph Curry. And Steph Curry, them put on weight. And my wife like, no. Nah. But she clearly, she was clearly wanting me to look like a linebacker, not like a point guard. When people ask me, hey, so what sport did you play? I'm like basketball. I, I know I look like a, I know I look like a middle linebacker now. Blame her. Blame her. People look at me like, yo, you was a thick, 
You was a thick point guard. You was thick. <laughs> First of all, pause. Not thick. I, am, I mean, I am now. You look at me now and you think, oh, yeah, I could try you. But I could try. I could beat you. People see me now and feel like they could beat me in basketball because I'm not as skinny and slim as I used to be. But I tell I tell somebody, man, I'll beat your ass. I'll be looking at them like, ah. I tell your ass up. I wish I. I wonder if I still got that clip, that vigilante clip, uh, <laughs> where vigilante was talking about how good of a basketball player he was, and I feel like I was sitting there and I was looking at him like, I beat your ass. I beat you, vigilante. I do not. I did not upload it. I did not overload it, but it's a hilarious clip. Um, speaking of basketball, speaking of basketball, we gonna, I wanted to talk about this because um, there's a lot of people who, who talk about what it is that they would do if they were in said situations. And, you know, the, the John Morant, John Morant thing is, is, is interesting to me because he just got suspended indefinitely because he was on social media. He was on Instagram holding up his pistol in the camera in the club. And of course, people are like, yo, how'd you get that? First of all, why? Why? For what? But then secondly, and the first thing they talk about is you have you have this amount of money. You got this amount of money in order to get yourself out of these situations that it look like you're trying to portray that you still in. And you know, and it, it was interesting to me because um, I was watching this. I was watching Rick Buecher earlier today. He was on, I think he was on like Speak. And, you know, it was weird. It was weird to hear this come from a white dude. It was weird to hear this come from a white dude. But it was also, it made a lot of sense. But still, but see, you, you know, you ever heard something that you'd be like, you know what? Not that you wouldn't know or couldn't know or be able to put yourself in those in their shoes, but that was a good point you made. I'm gonna give you a props for that good point. And one of the things he said was, you know, it's a lot of people, it's a lot of celebrities, it's a lot of athletes, and he was primarily talking about athletes that they put in the work that they put in in order to get themselves and their family out of a situation. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get my family out of the hood. I'm just trying to get my family out of poverty. And you know it was it was one of the things I was I'm paraphrasing but you know that he said a lot of people forget how far that they came, like how far that they've gotten. Not that you, not that you like you've made it. People look at you like you've made it, but 
you also that same person forget how far that they've gotten and so and what it took for them to get there because not everybody get these opportunities and for him to be at the club waving a gun or or even holding a gun or even on social media like holding a gun up on social media on your Instagram it ain't like somebody just caught you on theirs like you was on yours and you did it to your people come on man like you're like yeah look what I got boy look at this little look at this little 22 gun like first of all I don't know I didn't it was one of those things I think I don't want to be the old guy but I was like yo that wasn't cool at all like I did not feel like Yo, I like John Moran more because he did that. It was it was, it was weird because it felt real unnecessary. It was weird, and you know, I I think at some point you need to have people around you that will tell you like, yo, you can't do stuff like that. Like you. You can't. You. I don't. I don't care. I. I don't care that. You know. Hey. You might get mad at me, but I feel better as the dude. If I'm the dude who said, "Yo, you shouldn't do that," or these things right here ain't cool, because. You know, it, it just ain't cool. It's going. It's going to get you. It's going to get you in trouble. It's going. Even if you telling him that for a selfish purpose, like listen, fam, if you keep this up, you gonna you gonna mess this up for us. You gonna mess this up for us. How would you mess this up for for us? Listen, if you get in trouble, then we can't go to NBA All-Star Weekend. We can't sit courtside no more. We can't eat at these five-star restaurants that we used to eat at. We can't buy out the bar. And I say we because I'm just going to attach. I'm just going to attach. Like, you know, I think the hard part about when it comes to when somebody says, like, hey, I wouldn't or this person needs... I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare do that. I'd just be happy to have all my money. I wouldn't go nowhere. Well, the unfortunate part is they will go. You will go somewhere, but you don't know that you will go somewhere. Now, I'm not going to say that you're going to do something stupid and hold a gun up on Instagram while you're in the club, but I'm also saying that there are, you'll probably be more likely to have something on you or somebody around you to protect you. You gotta make sure that you are protected. I understand that. I get that. I get wanting to feel like, hey, I'm protected. What's up, listen, Ashley? I wanna feel like I'm protected. So yeah, you might you might want to make sure that you're protected, but if you got that type of bread, then it might be beneficial to hire a service. 
This is actually something requested. Let me just see what's going on here. I know I normally don't do this. Let's see what's going on here. Let's see. All right, I accepted that. Let's see what's going to happen here. This is interesting. What up, though, Ashley? All right. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what's going on. Hey, 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 I see a hand. And... Yeah, that's what's up. So anyway, like I was saying, oh, what's up, little guy? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I appreciate you joining, man. Go ahead. Go ahead and shut it on down, buddy. Let's get you on up out of here. Daddy. Yeah, that's, not, that's pretty weird. All right. So <laughs> hey, this is Albert all the time. I don't know who it, don't know who they was talking about. What up, though? But listen, you have one of those situations where say hello to Harley. You have one of those situations in which you have you got a high level of bread. And you got to make sure that you're not doing anything that's going to take away from, you're not going to take away from the money. I understand protecting yourself, but you can't do anything that's going to take away from the money. You can't do anything that's going to take away from the brand. And if you built this brand, you built this brand based on, hey, I'm an NBA player and I'm, I'm a... I'm a point guard, and and whatever the brand is gonna be, hey Amen. People got receipts, you know. They know you went to a private school. They see your dad at the games and stuff like that. They know you wouldn't raise crazy. They can tell what town you came from. Like, and if you're on the Papa Doc side of the game, like they know this is not the time to be out in public doing goofy stuff. If you're out here being goofy, then, yo, you're going to get called on it. You can't be out here like this. You just can't be out here doing stuff like that. And, you know, it's a whole lot of, unfortunately, there's a whole lot of yes people because they still want to be in that crew and they still want to be like hey I'll en enable this behavior because I don't want him to get mad I don't want him to still hang with me but at the same time it's, like I said before you gotta have those people that's gonna be like no nah, man you can't you gotta have at least one person you gotta have that one person that you trust enough that when they say no or whatever it is that you stop. That you stop. You need to have, I think every celebrity should at least have one. That one person. What up, Nicole? That when they say that ain't cool, it's over. It's over. And I don't care who it is, but that person needs to be there at all times or as much as possible. As much as possible, you had a person that's gonna say, "Don't do that." Then, 
you, you would hope that you wouldn't need it, but you gotta trust somebody. You gotta have somebody that that to stop you from making those types of decisions. And at 23, my buddies and I, we were we were we did that for each other in college. Now, that, I mean. There are times we did make some bad decisions. We did it more so when it came to women. Like we wanted to make sure that, you know, we went out here doing sucker stuff when it came to when it came to girls. But at the same time, Mr. Antoine was good. At the same time, we did not we, we didn't we didn't allow each other to make bad decisions. The one time, the one time that we allow I allowed my friends to make a bad decision. Um, I told this story before, but it was after a party. It was after a party. My buddy was driving my truck and two of my other roommates were in the other truck. Yeah, that was driving my truck. He looked over, he was like, man, we should race him. And I should have said no. I should have said no. Well, Oasis Gardens was good. I should have said no and I didn't. He said, Let's, we should race him. But, why not? We were on campus. Boom, they took off. <laughs> Next thing you know, all these lights were behind us. It was like, should we pull over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should definitely pull over. And so, police officer walked up to our car. He was like, yo, um, were you guys, were you guys racing? No, no, we wasn't racing. We don't even... We just, we just driving a little fast. So he leaves our car. And <laughs> he leaves our car going to my buddy's car. It was like, yo, uh, I guess they had their conversation. And when he came back, he said, hey, um, your friend up there in the car, up there, he said y'all won. Wait, what? Yeah, he said y'all won. All right, well, I guess we did. I I guess I guess we did win. Sure, fine. Sure, but I should have said I should have said no because a whole lot of bad stuff could have happened that night. Because I mean, racing SUVs is already a bad idea from the beginning. Like that is that's a horrible idea. What up, Steve? What up, Carter? It's a horrible idea. Should not be out here racing SUVs. You, you've never seen SUV racing on TV, online, you know, like, this is a bad idea. And I should have been the person. It was my vehicle. I should have been like, no, man, don't be out here racing my shit. But I didn't. I didn't. But all worked out. Everything worked out. One thing that's getting ready to be dope right now is that everything worked out, but in five days, it will be the 12-year reunion of me leaving South Korea for good. And the day that, the day that I got stuck, I got stuck in Narita Airport for 19 hours. You know, I felt like it was a movie. I felt like it was, it was a movie. And so here's the crazy thing. 
I have my I have my going away party, you know, the night before. I'm like, listen, I got this long flight, so I'm gonna party my ass off all the way up until it's time for me to get to the airport. And so I did that. I'm talking about the party started early and I was just kicking it. I was drinking and kicking it and kicking it and drinking it. I go try to wake up the guy that was supposed to take me to the uh, to the bus station. He's knocked out. So now I got to try to call a cab. I get to the bus station as the bus is pulling off. This is the only one I was going to be able to take in order to get to my flight on time. I stop the bus, hop on that joint, and get to the airport. Now, I slept. I'm, I'm sleeping. I wake up. We get we at the airport. It was an hour ride. I wake up at the airport. I got 45 minutes to get I'm talking about through the internet. This is the international side because I'm going back home. 45 minutes to get my bags checked, to go through customs, to go through their TSA, and to get to the plane. When I tell you they ran me through the airport like I was OJ in the, in the Hertz commercial, like I'm talking about that, I skipped all the lines. I was like, listen, I gotta, y'all don't want me to stay. Now with the fun I just had, y'all don't want me to stay again. Cause we gonna have to run this back if I get stuck. And so they ran me through all the, boom, stamped me out. I'm on my way out, boom, be straight. I fly, we now get on a plane. I have no idea about any kind of weather or anything like that. Because I've been partying all night, I'm still wasted. Like I'm running through the airport and this is the first time if anybody has ever put on those beer goggles that they have for like driver's ed, like I had the, I felt like I had like real live beer goggles. Like it was real, woo, woo, like the, like the dramatizations. And I get on the plane, we take off, we land. When I get to, when we fly to Japan, I, uh, my plane landed right behind a an earthquake and a tsunami that hit Japan. Had the whole had the whole island tow up. I don't even know why they allowed us to land. It was only a two hour flight. I don't even know why they allowed us to land. But when we land, it is total chaos. It is total chaos everywhere. Like when I tell you it's people it was people crying, it was people panicking on the phone. Um, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? And when they tell me that a tsunami has hit and there are no flights leaving, and there have been no flights leaving, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, the guy, I was I was calling I was calling home because I was like, listen, I don't I don't know when I'm gonna leave. There was a guy next to me. I was like, yo, we're gonna be stuck for five days. Five days. That they were gonna be stuck, and 
the crazy thing about them being stuck for five days, he was he made he made mention to the person. I guess he was talking to customer service, and his kid didn't have medicine for five and like he wasn't gonna have medicine, and like it was just it was legit chaos. For some reason, I have no idea how my wife was able to like we were just dating at that time. How my wife was able to get an airlines to give her information as far as me being on that flight. You know, they don't tell you this stuff. I have no idea to this day what she told them to get them to give her that information. When I tell you, I'm sitting there, I'm in the airport, and there are people walking around with cardboard boxes to lay on because they weren't going to be able to go anywhere. So that was their bed, a cardboard box. I got all all the bags that I have that I had from um, the two years that I was over in South Korea, the stuff that I decided I was going to bring back. I had that. All of it. And now I'm, st- I- I'm still wasted, yo. I'm still wasted. Like, I got to try to figure out, like, all right, how am I getting home? And when is somebody going to have some information for me? The airport is about to close. You know, and all these people are in there stranded. I take a nap. I can't hardly sleep because there's so much going on around me. And I have no idea about when I'm going to be able to leave. These nervous was good. I have no idea about when I'm going to be able to leave. I get in, I finally get some news. Finally get some news. Hey, you're going to be able to fly to Shanghai. You're going to be able to fly to Shanghai and then you'll be able to get back to get back home. Man, we were just talking about Choir Boy earlier today. That's what's up, brother. <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, I was so happy. I was so happy to get to Shanghai. I saw Usher in Shanghai. I didn't speak to him, but I realized how small he was. He was with a white lady and a big black dude, and he was walking in the middle. And I did not realize that he was legit, like 5'8". But he looked smaller than that because the white lady was taller than him. And the black dude that that, was, that he was with, I'm guessing it was his bodyguard, was way bigger than him. But in that airport, I was so, I got... You know when somebody sneak this you and you don't really realize it, but you can't say nothing because you need something from them. And in Shanghai, I was going, I was going through their customs because I got to go through all that stuff all over again. I show them my passport, my passport. When I took my passport picture, I was like 240 pounds. At this time, on the way back from South Korea, I was on, I was down to about 196, maybe, maybe right at 200. So fam look at my fam look at my uh my passport and he's looking at it. He's looking at me. Look at my passport. Who looks at me? Nelly B, what's up? Looks at my passport and he's looking at me and I'm looking at him like Who the hell you think this is? This is this is me. I'm 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 getting agitated all over again. Like, why are you? Why you keep looking at this passport like it's not me? And he looks at me again. Fat. 
What? Damn, I lost some weight. I'm not a whole different person. I'm a, you know what? If I ain't had to get home, I'd come around there. I had to come I had to come around there. I don't like that. Like the one word that a whole bunch of Asian people knew was fat. Oh yeah. You. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like that at all. Like it was I was so disappointed. He hit me with a sneak disc. But it was out loud and I couldn't do nothing about it. Like it would have been it would have been one thing for him to be like, yo, you was you've lost weight. You were smaller in person than you are in this picture. Man, good job. No, he's fat. This is big head person. Like if he didn't look at the like it was like four times, you know, he looked. Oh, I don't know. We gotta call somebody else in here because, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I probably this was one of those situations where the stereotype didn't didn't work out where where all black people look the same. Like I've I've had some of my students call me Shaq Obama and uh, any baseball player, and I know none of those people look the same outside of them being black. And so for, for him to look at my picture 14 times and look at me and look at my picture all those damn times, I felt some kind of way. But I couldn't be too mad because although I had been over in Asia for all that time, couldn't tell them apart. Like, I still, I would still struggle telling, being able to tell a Japanese person from a Korean person, from a Chinese person, somebody that might be Filipino from Taiwan. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. I messed up one day. Y'all, it was good. You, you right on time. I messed up one day. And so by my mom's house, I used to run. It was, it was a mile up a hill, 1.1 miles, up a hill and on the way back. And on that, on that, on the way back, you go up and go around the corner, it was an Asian guy. Now, his last name was Park. And so in my mind, Park, it's a bunch of Korean parks. I'm running, I'm running my ass off and I'm like, I saw him and I was like, soon one day when I see him, I'm gonna speak. And when I turned that corner, he just happened to be standing outside. And I was like, let me hit him with some of this Korean. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yells back at me. Not Korean. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> That's my bad. That's my bad. Hi, man. I'm, my bad. I, I never spoke to him again. I never spoke to him again. I felt so embarrassed. 
I was so embarrassed. I'm like, yo, I just knew. I just knew I was about to crush it with this Korean that I was about to drop on him. I spent, I've been over there for two years. I know that I, I know that I was gonna say say that part right, and then we was gonna kick up the story about some some Korean stories. It's like I'm, I'm from Japan. I'm from Japan. I'm like, who? They gave you the wrong last name then, buddy. Like, it might have been Lee. Could have been Park. But it was the wrong last name. I was so disappointed. And with that being said, listen, I think one of these kids up right now. I think one of them little girls up. I might have been too loud. So, good people. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I gotta go ahead and shut this thing down. So like I say, on every show, listen, before you go, keep that same energy shirt that I have on right now. You can order yours today on on the 710 Print Shop website. That's www.the710printshop. That's T-H-E-710 P-R-I-N-T-S-H-O-P.com. Let's keep that same energy shirt. Got some other dope stuff on there as well. But listen, good people. Until next time. Y'all stay safe out in these streets and don't be out here doing goofy stuff that might mess you, help you mess up that uh help you mess up the bag. We don't want you to fumble that bag by doing goofy shit. So y'all be safe. Enjoy the sun. If you got allergies, sorry for you. Pollen in Georgia is whack. It's rough out there in these streets. Y'all be safe. I'm out. Let's go. We go. Good night. Good night. Go to sleep. Go to bed. Oh, what is that? That's still, that's still going. Hey. There we go.